Hey guys, it's Madison from On The Block. This week, our special guest is Nick Macarone from Big Brother 21, otherwise known as the last season of Big Brother before COVID, which is wild. Nick talks about his time in the house, his thoughts on the cookout's total domination of the game, and how he actually knew Alyssa before she was on BB23. And we thought we'd just be posting episodes during the Big Brother season, but I actually have so many interviews lined up with current and former season house guests, we're just going to keep it going. So in the off season, you can catch interviews with former house guests, and we'll be back to recapping Big Brother this February for Celebrity Big Brother. I'm AJ, and this is On the Block, a podcast about Big Brother. don't even know where we left off in recapping but we finished what do you mean well the show yeah but i meant the last episode i don't know where we left off i think kyland was evicted and we talked about his oh his whole thing his exit yeah and now we're at final three so we've got aza i think the last thing we left off was Aza and Big D had not played in the second part of mm. the HOH, which Aza won um, kind of by a landslide. And then we have finale night. Um, this is crazy. It was the end. We had three ba- black people left in the house. Like you're going to have a black winner. You're going to have a black second place. And if we're lucky, we're going to have a black America's favorite player. Yeah. So Aza and Xavier play against each other in that final HOH. And tensions are high, but they are both on. So it's the same. I mean, they don't change up the comps this year, which I was kind of upset about. I was like, all right, we need some new finale comps. I know they're like classics, but I'm like, oh, for this season, that's just so different than every other season. For lots of different reasons, let's change up the... Final three comps, but it's the questions about the jury members sort of thing. These ones were actually pretty cute. Um, And Aza missed the first question, which will be the reason she loses the comp, which is frustrating because she got every other question right. Yeah. And Xavier got them all right, of course. Um, But even he mentioned to Derek F, like, no, she like only missed one. Like she was... She knew it. And she even tells Julie when she's evicted, like she was kind of going back and forth about that one. And then Xavier admitted he really didn't even know that one. So, I mean, it really was anybody's game. It was the first time in a long time that that HOH final comp would sort of determine the winner um, because it was very understood, I think, at that point after watching the jury deliberate that Derek F. was going to get second place if he was there. Yeah. Um. Xavier evicts Aza. Now, I have mixed feelings about this. I think Xavier should have taken Aza, and we've talked about this. Yeah, 100%. For the reason that she won more comps and played a better overall game, and in my opinion, wouldn't have beat Xavier, so therefore deserved second place. Like, she deserved to win second if the final three was those three. Yeah. Um, I don't think Derek F deserved it over her. And I think Xavier 
maybe was a little worried about losing to Aza. I don't know if because we have this outside knowledge, if he just didn't realize like his how he was perceived as like taking it all. I think he still probably would have won unanimously. Yeah. Maybe Brittany would have thrown Aza a vote. I don't know. Um, but I, I still think Xavier would have won. And so I think he would have then been giving Aza the second place that she deserved. And in my opinion, I'm always kind of like, whoever's in the final two for the HOH comp, they should go yeah. to the end anyways because they've You've gotten themselves gotten yeah. to that point. You're in that spot. Um, now that varies season to season, but typically that's how I feel. And in this case, it's 100% how I feel. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I want, I would have wanted to see Ozzy get second. Um, I mean, it's never fun for me to watch two men get to the end every time anyways. Um, it hasn't been the case really in the last few years, but like last year it was, it wasn't the year before that, but it happens a lot. And so it would have been nice to see a woman in the final two chairs again. I think Xavier would have won anyways. Tiffany winning America's favorite player was not surprising. Derek X being second was also not surprising. Um, poor guy went home with like no money except the money <laughs> yeah. for actually working on the show. Yeah. Um, which is funny, but sad. And yeah, I mean, I guess now that, so that ended and now we're sort of in this <laughs> interesting phase where Big Brother super fans are getting sort of Big Brother 2.0 because they're all <laughs> living in the same house again house again um todrick hall who is like a massive fan of big brother um is letting them live in his house he says for the week he's in london for a week um but like who knows how long they'll be there it looks like they've moved in fully so i i don't know it's like they have a new life yeah so it's um the cookout in its entirety was there Derek f has gone home xavier has gone on sort of a press tour if you will he was in new york for um a cbs morning show he was back in la now he's on the bold and the beautiful as like a guest star and done some like ktla radio interviews and whatnot um so i don't know how long he'll be here but he's sort of back and hanging out with them i don't know if he's staying it looked like he got a hotel i don't think he's staying in todd's house um so yeah, I don't know. It's, kind it's of, interesting. It's, Has this ever happened in Big Brother? Um, I think BB20 or 21 went to Vegas right after their season. I think it was 21, um, which okay. is Nick's season, who we're about to talk to. Um, I think they did sort of something like that, but it was definitely not to the level of living in this house after living together in a house in this way it feels very different Um, but yeah i don't think this is ever really i don't know not to my knowledge it's super interesting yeah it's very interesting it looks like they're having fun it looks like they're having a blast um teaser i've chatted with some of the house guests um which is very cool shout out to tiffany mitchell who follows me on twitter big time which everyone else should too um but yeah i have a feeling we'll be having some of them as guests when they're done playing house in the coolest house in LA. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited too, but we'll see. I'm, I'm ready for them to wrap up their fun. I know they're having a good time, but I want to talk to them now. Um, no, but super excited for them. And I, it's funny because I think of all the people they are so deserving of like this, because 
I don't think a lot of them came on the show to like be famous and like run around with famous people. So it's really cool to see them like sort of be welcomed into that world. It's, it's, I'm really happy for them. Like, you know, to enter the summer as very normal people and to leave like this is probably a really surreal feeling, but also very cool. So I'm happy for them. I hope that, um, they transition back into their normal lives relatively smoothly. I feel like this is maybe going to make it a little bit harder to like go back home to like your normal house and your normal life and you know, whatever. But, um, I don't know. I wish them all well, but I'm excited. Hopefully we will be talking to them soon. We'll see. I'm excited about all the possibilities. Absolutely. But in the meantime, we have a wonderful interview that I'm really excited to share because for me, it was also very insightful as to the aftermath of the show, what it could mean. We're sort of seeing some things unravel um, with things that house guests say. And it's, you know, you're being watched all the time. We talk about this almost every episode. You are being watched 24 seven. It's, and you don't even really think about it at some, after a point where it's not fresh and new. I mean, you're in there for like a hundred days. So it's like at some point you kind of forget and you say things, you do things, your guard is down. You're not, you know, always on watching what you say. And then there's consequences when you leave the house. And, um, we have kind of the perfect person to talk about this, um, in our next interview. And I think it shed a light for me on kind of the the craziness that unfolds beyond the house and what normal life looks like. And so um, here is my interview with Nick Macaron from season 21. You were someone I wanted to talk to because you know Alyssa. Yeah, I do. So funny. <laughs> so when we got off the show, uh, Fessy like and me just clicked. I don't know how it happened. He was he was hanging out with me. So the day after the show was me, Sam, and Sam obviously was with Bella. Obviously, me and Bella had like a lot of stuff to hash out, um, you know. And I wanted to apologize to her for how everything went down. So me and her like had squashed everything that day. We had talked, but Fessy was there. Oh, me and him like connected really, really well. So he invited me to his birthday in Orlando. So I was like, all right. So he was dating Haley still at the time. So it was me, you know, Fess, Haley, and then a couple of Fessy's friends. Um, and we go there and we have like a table. And to the table next to us is like a, just a group of girls. They're all being loud and stuff. I'm just sitting there. Obviously, I'm, I have a, you know, I was dating Kat at the time. So I was just like sitting there, like not doing anything. And Alyssa ends up talking to me and Haley, saying how she's a fan, yada, yada. And she was like, you know, I've applied. I don't know how to get on. I'm like, you would be perfect. I can already tell. Like, you would be good for the show. And so we just always stayed in touch, like, just always stayed in touch. And then, you know, as she was going through the process this year, she was just, like, calling me, um, you know, oh, my gosh, I made this, 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 you know. And I'm trying to just let her experience it on her own. So I wasn't trying to give her, like, tips and stuff um because I you know I wanted her to have her own experience but yeah it was it was really cool so I knew she was going to be on um before anyone else did um but I didn't really want to tell anyone that even after she got like cast I didn't really want to say anything because you know my reception was hit or miss I didn't want to uh, prejudge her based off of like her knowing me um 
But yeah, I was so happy for her. And it was funny too. My heart was beating so bad because she was like, I don't want to be the first one out. I was like, Liz, like, I was like, your character type like never goes out first. And it's true. It really that, you know, she really doesn't. And she gets nominated week one. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, so yeah, I've actually talked to her a couple of times when she got out. She's she's got her own stuff going on. It's it's so overwhelming when you get out. So she knows that I'm there for her. I, I talked to her on the phone before she was like flying back to uh Orlando. Um, because so we had chatted like briefly, but I'll probably catch up with her, like catch up, catch up soon. But you know, she's gotta like do her own thing, have her own experiences. But I was super proud of her. Um, you know, as she says, she's the winner of the losers. Yeah, because uh, she was number seven. So I, I thought she did as as well as she, you know, she played the best game she could, and it's tough. You know, you you don't always win playing the best game you can. That's fine. That doesn't mean you're not good at the game. Um, sometimes the cards just don't fall your way, realistically. Yeah, I mean, I, this is something I've talked about with other people who have been in the house. Um, is there's this level of luck, like. Will the comps be your comps? Yeah. Will the twists play in your favor? Will like all of those things? And then there's yeah. the level of, you know, skill. skill and it's well. so it's it's hard. I mean, just from a viewer perspective, it it's I mean, we did this bracket at the beginning of the season where we made like for our listeners, like, okay, download the bracket and put who you think is gonna win. And I had so many people messaging me like, oh my God, like I put Frenchie as number one or I put Travis as like my winner. And it's like, they got out first, but how, you don't know. I mean, yeah, you just never I had know. Ky- my preseason from reading was Kylan actually. Um, and then when the first episode started, my two favorites were Derek X and Hannah, which were funny because I ended up kind of, well, I think liking each other sort of. I don't know if they actually <laughs> did or not, but it looked like that on the show. They made it look like that. Totally. Um, I thought, but I was like, right when Hannah was noticing everything, she walked in. I was like, that girl's really, really freaking smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, she skipped like a thousand grades and graduated college at like thirteen. That's a joke. I think it was nineteen, but <laughs> like, still, like, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, she was good. Derek, Derek X, I'll give him this, was probably the best recruit I've seen um, for like not knowing the game. Like, he did really well. Yeah, <laughs> like he, yeah, he was good. He, he could have been better. I think if he knew the game, he would have done really, really well. 100. Uh, I agree. Not knowing like the game that well, he did well. Like you, bro, you're getting all this money, like use it. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, he took the 200 BB bucks with him back to the jury house. But oh, I, yeah, well. I was like, Oh my God. And even, you know, I was reading on, you know, the feeds that, uh, you know, the producers asked him like five times if he was sure he didn't want to use it. I, yeah, I'm you like, always got to be safe, man. Especially in the Big Brother house, especially with twists. Like, and like you said, like a lot of things come to luck. Like, for example, when you know, I got nominated twice, my first nomination, you know, I said that I was going to pick against Jessica because I thought that I could beat her in a competition um, if I got house guest choice. And Sam told me he was going to pick Cliff, and then he gets house guest choice, picks Cliff. I just happened to pick Jess's name, and then when the competition started, which was uh, counting sheep. I ended up getting matched up against her, um, you know, and we both didn't know what to do. We were the first ones that went. So like, we were both like open up the gate like we had no idea. So luck went my favor that time. And eventually I was like, I want to go like I wasn't in gym class when I was in middle school. I'm just going to go hard. And if I look like an idiot, I look like an idiot. And then I got the hang of it. And I was like, all right, I'm winning this comp. And then literally the next time I get nominated, we're going through all the scenarios in the DR of like, 
what would be best case scenario people get picked like middle worst and literal my worst case scenario was tommy and nicole didn't get picked right holly digs her dumb hand in there i love holly but she dug her hand in there and picks out jackson well she picked house cash choice and i was like what the fuck and um you know if you look at that comp like no one else was close to even beating me besides jackson i had well, I would have had two left um, to, to clear, but I dropped it because I saw he was running over to his thing. But I think the next closest had like 11 or 12. So like I was I was about to be done in the next like minute. That that dude just could win competitions like it was his job. So it was just unfortunate. Um, you know, whatever you say about him as a human is, is different. His physical gameplay on that show, I mean, what, he won the most competitions in a season ever. I think he won like 11. So... I mean, he was just, he was so hard to beat and he, he wasn't even trying in the beginning either. So he was a, he was a tough cookie and that was just the way it fell. If he doesn't get picked, I win that cop. Who knows what happens? I don't know how much longer I would have made it. Um, but I mean, you never, like you said, you never know. And then you have a twist like that week. I still should have stayed, but Tommy and Christy knew each other. And out of everyone that affected me the most, because Tommy had told me the week before that if me and Christy were ever on the block, he would vote her out. I knew I had, I knew I had Cliff and Nicole. So I was like, I was good. And then Tom, you know, afterwards, Tommy told me, he was like, I told you that when Christy was on the block next to Sis and I thought she was going to go home, which I don't remember if that's actually true. I remember having a conversation with Tommy, but yeah, that sucked. Cause if Tommy doesn't know her, like, and, and, and even Tommy has said it too. Like it wasn't the best game move for him. Like realistically keeping me in the game would have been better like competition standpoint wise. Um, Cause Christy was very good socially. I mean, that girl can manipulate anyone. And she's so frustrating. And that's why you see me get so frustrated on Taco Tuesday, especially because she was so calm. And I'm like, Oh, this girl. But when it came down to, you know, competitions and she, she's even said this, like she couldn't win when the pressure was on a comp, like she, she choked. Um, and I don't know why, because she was very smart, but she put so much pressure on herself. It's not like she was incapable of winning them. She just would put pressure on herself. Um, so Tommy realistically should have kept me uh, because I think we could have got Jackson out and I would have taken Tommy to final two, regardless if I would have lost to him, I would have taken on a final two. Um, hundred percent. So I, yeah, I mean, just, it's just the way the game goes. It really is kind of luck certain competitions, like what week they are, Yeah, you know, certain competitions, if they had that for the veto, I would have gotten annihilated. Right. Yeah. But it's just, it's just the way it is. Um, so I have a question about, I guess this maybe is more of a production question, but okay. You audition for big brother. But like, yeah. you're not telling, like, I guess I'm sort of like, how do they get people in the house who know each other without them knowing that they're both going in? Or do you think that they know? Because like, how would, if Tommy's auditioning for Big Brother, he's not going to be like, oh, I know that girl over there who's also auditioning. Well, so, okay. So that's a good question. So I, I, I don't know what I'm exactly allowed to say about like the whole auditioning production thing. Um, I know I can say that there was, you know, different, it's not this anymore because they haven't been doing in-person finals, but there was three different rounds of finals for us. Um, and I was the last round of finals. It didn't matter what round you were in, but there was only three people, me, Nicole, and David were in the last round of finals. So the other 13 were from the March and April ones and the May one. Um, but 
I'm assuming Christy and Tommy were not in the same final, so they didn't see each other. But I'm also going to go out there and say that Tommy and Christy probably were talking and knew. I'm not going to confirm or deny that. But Christy was an alternate, so she wasn't supposed to be on the show. So hypothetically, if Tommy did know, Tommy is very shocked because you can even, Tommy will even say this. He was like, when I saw Christy walk through the door, my heart dropped because he didn't think that she was going to be on the show. Right. He knew she was an alternate. Um, so that makes, that makes sense. And that's kind right. of. So Christy's story is funny. So the girl that Christy took spot, she took Kat actually knew, which would have been really funny because then Kat would have known Holly and this other girl, her name was Jenna Jackson. So that would have been really, really funny. Um, but when they got there, Christy and, and Jenna had a fi- one more final interview, which no one else had. They had like one more thing and, and they ended up picking Christy. Um, which, you know, changed the whole game. So it was probably good. Yeah. I mean, that's like, it's so weird. I can't imagine this season without Claire. I'm, but you she, know what I'm going to say? I don't think, I don't think Christy, I don't know how Sarah listening. I don't think she tested positive for COVID. Really? Nah. Yeah. I think that's, do Claire fits so perfect. And I, like, I talked to Christy right when it first happened because I was crushed for her. Like, I couldn't imagine what happened, knowing that she's never going to have another chance to get on. But like, I know personality wise, I feel like she's more outgoing and brash, not brash in a bad way, but she's like more outgoing. And I feel like her personality would have just clashed too much with the house. Whereas Claire's like the sweetest human ever, like (laughs) just watching her on the show. I was like, wow, like how, and I'm not saying that Christy wouldn't be that, but I just, I don't know. No, Christy strikes me very much as like BB 21 season, like that kind of. I didn't want to say that because we have a negative like thing, but yeah, she like would have fit in with our cast, like very outgoing, say what's on your mind type thing. Yeah. Uh, Where Claire, I don't believe is like that. Um, Claire's like more like not as impulsive maybe. And I don't know Christy, so I don't really know. But that was just like my perception of her when I had chatted with her that she was more like outgoing, like what my cast was and would say what's on their mind. This was probably the nicest cast I've ever seen. Right. Like they were all just amazing. I know, you know, some of them got, are getting shit. um, But, you know, for the most part, I mean, you're on TV, you're, you're trying to entertain, you're on. It's not even that though. It really isn't for, for, for me being in that, like it's a high anxiety situation like and I don't know what this season was like like for restrictions but we were only outside twice a week like I think it was about the same we have no windows we wake up when they say they were allowed well they weren't allowed to nap this year but they were getting away with it a lot more like we weren't allowed so you're always paranoid you're you want to be a competitor right so you go in there be like oh my gosh I'm gonna do this this and this and you get in there and you're like fuck I want to be one of the best and I need to get far. I can't go, go home before jury. That's embarrassing. And then you're putting all this pressure on yourself. And everything is intensified. And for our cast, I feel like we had a lot of dogs, a lot of people that are like, you put the head, you, you put the helmet on, you put the shoulder pads on and I'm a different person. And then when I'm off that field, you know, I'm a lot nicer. You know, you see that a lot with football, like the, they're vicious. You get some of the, the nastiest players not in a bad way. And then they're off the field and like, Oh my gosh, you're such a sweet, like gentle giant. But like, you kind of turn something on. I feel like a lot of us, we had that like 
dog mentality where like we're going we're going to kill you like you know jackson always used to say body's an object that was his thing um like you know he it didn't matter when you're there and like for me it's like i'm winning like this cop like i'm doing whatever i need to do to win not in like a dirty way but i feel like we kind of just tapped into that and like they don't like it you see fessy even on the challenge now he gets shit on all the time and fessy knows that he's a beast and he puts a when he puts a helmet on bro he's going he's going to kill you uh, but when you talk to him, if you you know knew fast fast is like one of the nicest dudes i know he's like super calm like laid back like chill but you know you put him in a comp he his alpha's coming out and that's just uh, people don't like that anymore on tv they don't want to see an alpha they want to see the underdog win um and and that's fine um but it's funny people will complain about tv shows being boring and stupid but then they just literally just bash the people that don't make it boring and i'm not saying our season at all i'm just saying in general like they they don't want to see that brash i'm a bury you attitude where in previous bbs like from me just seeing clips and stuff like that's how they were like they were like i'm a like evil dick and you know people like that like they're they were a dog still so I think it's just changed, especially with social media. Before, when, before I got on the show, I think I had like 600 followers on Instagram. Like I posted like 19 times in like six years. Like I, I wasn't on it. Like I don't, I didn't know how that stuff worked. Like I was a fan since season 17. I loved a bunch of people. I didn't f- even follow them. Yeah. I mean, I think a couple of people from our, I know Kat and Holly had people running their social media accounts while they're on. And I'm like, you guys had that? I was like, they told us to put our stuff on private. Like I didn't even know like that was a thing. Like. I just didn't care. And I still don't like, I don't use social media for like ads and money. And even when I do do ads, I hate it. My next question is your thoughts on the cookout, obviously, and Xavier being the winner. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like a, a lot of people don't understand the cookout. I had so many people that either read or have asked, like, what do you think about the cookout or why, how is that not racist? And I'm like, the cookout wasn't anti-white. I think that's what people don't understand. Like a lot of people are like, oh, they banded together and got out all the way. No, like they weren't anti-white people. They were just pro-black, which is fine. They were just helping something happen that had never happened before. And in my brain, like that's only six people in the house, right? You have 10 other people that were in that house that could have gotten them out. Okay, no one got them out. Why? Because our gameplay was freaking impeccable. Okay. Tiffany's master plan was amazing. They all had their own duo that no one, no one, you know, so, you know, thought that, oh, wow. Uh, we're getting duped. Like no, no one thought that was happening. So what I think would have happened if it ever came up to eviction night and two members of the cookout were sitting next to each other, I do believe the cookout would have imploded not I think any alliance well because now you're fighting for your own life and you're like at this point fuck you I'm I'm staying yeah so I don't know if how it would have went but their gameplay and strategy was so good that that situation never even never happened, happened. Yeah. right so in my in my brain you have 10 other people that could have gotten cookout members out none of them did none of them did because they always, the cookout always got people to put other people up. Um, 
or, you know, sat next to and, and the cast wasn't able to figure it out. Now, if also, I don't know if the cast, even if they did suspect it, they would have been stupid to say it because if they would have said, what if all the black people are working together and they were wrong, they, that would have been really bad. Right now, granted, they would have been right this season, but they would not have known that. So even if they did have any you know, suspicions, it would have been very stupid to say. But I really believe that the cookout hit it. So, I mean, like Kylan and Tiffany, like, didn't like each other. Big D and Tiff didn't like each other. Like, and, like, the fact that they were still so strong together, even though they didn't, like, they still had a lot of trust in each other, even if they didn't want to. Like, that's really, really hard. I mean, like, our lines made, like, two weeks. We didn't even trust – they didn't even trust each other. They were trying to, you know. So I think it was amazing. I think I think what – like, just their alliance as a whole is amazing. And I think people have to also understand that when you go into any situation, you always look for people that have similarities or commonalities with you, okay? So, you know, we learned this in grad school that – if, you know, if it's a white male, they're going to prefer a white male therapist. If it's a black female, they're going to prefer a black female therapist because you have the most things in common. You feel like it's the most understandable. So for a situation where you have so many unknowns, you always look for things that you have in common. So for me, like when I walk in, right now, I personally had wanted to go final two with David. I'd said that in my finals, because like I said, he was in my finals. So he was one of the people I seen and I, and I just thought he was funny when I saw him, but David goes out in the first four, right. But Jack and Jackson, two alphas. So obviously I don't want to be on the opposite side of them. And then um, Tommy, I just thought was going to float. So I didn't even want him in the initial alliance. I wanted Sam just because he rode a motorcycle. I rode a motorcycle. Okay. Commonality. And then the, the, the girls was well, only supposed to be Christy, Christy and Holly initially. I think we added Cicely. I just grabbed girls because I know that there's competitions that only girls can win. Um, like Nicole was in my finals. I was scared of her. Right. So I didn't pick her. I knew typically how big brother went that um, older people typically go first. So I was scared to work with Cliff because if I'm associated with him, then I can go. Um, me and Kemi were actually cool. Like up until she got evicted. Um, me and Bella were pretty close with her. We were actually trying to, to get her to get out Jack. So we actually wanted her to stay. Um, Kat, would, I didn't have, I don't even know, like, right? Like you would think Kat would have been in the popular group. I'm not really sure why she, like we didn't pick her. I don't know. I don't know, but I just know you go in there and you pick people that look like you or have commonalities. Or like I had read like uh, Cody, uh, the Marine said, you know, if he walked in the house and there was five other Marines in there, he would have banded with them, right? Connection, something that, that you have in common. Um, and I oh, think that's a great way to put it, I think. Yeah. And it, it's just like a bias that you have that you don't even maybe recognize. Um, when I know, think the I, point of the cookout too, is like, there's never been the situation where there's been more than two black people in right? the house. So like, of like, course. Yeah. I mean, I, and too, like, I feel like they, uh, people that were black never really had a chance to win. Um, I just, it just never, like, 
like matched. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, they were never given a chance. Like, I try to think of some season 17 is when I started watching, right? Like the best competitor that I, that I believe from season 17 on, that was a person of color was Swaggy. Swaggy, I thought, could have been dominant in that game. Swaggy got out week two, I believe, by Caitlin because Tyler knew that was his biggest threat and Tyler knew that he could get him out. And I think Swaggy could have won a lot of competitions. But otherwise, like, I'm trying to think of other players in there. And, you know, it's not all about competitions. I 1,000% agree, and I know people – I don't want people to think it's only about comps. But at the same time, when it gets down to the end, you want people that you can beat. So it is kind of about competitions. It doesn't have to be about wins, but – you think of people like, you know, Big D and Ozzo, everyone in that house was saying that they were going to go further because they can be beat in the end, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, so you want to you you win when you can. So, like, Correct. you don't have to win a bunch, but you want to win when you can. Correct. People from my season, all of us were wanting to take Nicole further. One, she's an amazing human, but two, we all felt confident beating her in competition. So, when it comes to bringing people there, you, you want to bring them further. I think Devon was very good at the game. Uh, she was very, uh, what is the word aware? She like picked up everything. She picked up the twin twist. Like she, her reads were just always spot on. I thought Bailey was good at the game, but they were always in the the smaller Alliance or like the not powerful Alliance. Right. You think of, um, like Devon was on the outs on seasons. What was it? 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. 17. Um, Bailey was in Falte. Uh, with Swaggy and that was on like you know they had level six on the other side I just feel like it, it just never has been a good enough chance for people of color to to really realistically win um, you know if you think about this season uh, in my opinion before of uh, the six members of the cookout were the top four players of the game Kylan, Hannah, Tiffany and Xavier or X it were top four in the game so you have four of the six, but four of the best players in the game in one alliance. So you know you think about all the other non cook, and I'm not saying Derek um, X. I mean Derek F and Oz are good at the game. I think Oz actually impressed me later on um, in the game, and I think Big D, you know, he did do well things socially. Again, I would have brought him further as well because I felt I could beat him in comps, but. You know, you think about the other players on the show, like who, who am I scared of besides Christian and maybe Derek X, right? So you, now they're out. Who's going? Who's, who's better than any of the players? Like social game, I didn't see it. I didn't see anyone's social game like better, right? Travis was out early. Frenchie, Brent's social game wasn't there. Um, with social game wasn't bad. I don't know if Wit would have won comps. I thought um, literally exactly what I said about Whitney. I was so impressed right at the end because she was talking about making big moves. And I was like, the problem is to make big moves, you have to win HOH. And that's and the that's, issue. Yeah. I don't know if she would have, but like you, you think of gameplay, the best players this season were in the cookout. And they would have gotten far, even if they didn't work together because they were the best. This yep. season they were really, really good. Kylan I thought, was really good. I know Kylan said whatever he said to X at the end, but <laughs> Kylan was an amazing game player. Tiffany, amazing game player. 
Hannah Orchada, amazing game player. X, I thought X was me. X threw so many comps. Um, but Kylan won all the time. Um, Tiffany was so good socially. Hannah oh my gosh. Was so so good. You have four of the six best players in the season. Of course, they're going to go far. And of course, when you can be that united with each other, they were unstoppable. There was mm-hmm. no way anyone was getting them out. You could have put all-stars in there. You, n- no one trusts someone that much ever. I've never seen that. I've been in that. You don't trust shit, even yeah. if they're your whole alliance. Tell I mean, me yeah, yeah. And I thought he was putting me up. I got scared because he was taking forever. Like the members of the cookout, so much trust and faith in each other. It was, it was remarkable. Remarkable how, how well they played and how much trust they had in each other. Even if they had questions about one another, they always knew there was a mission for them to stick to that. I, I don't, you're never going to see it again. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think we'll ever see an alliance stay till the end. I mean, that's nope. never, ever been done in Big Brother history where six people on day one say, we're doing this together. And they're the last six people in the house. Because part of the show, for me, the excitement or the drama or whatever, is watching that alliance blow up, you know, week right. three. It's like, oh, there they go. They're they're all going to be out now because they're going to go after each other. And it was really, for some people, you know, I'm sure you saw like, oh, the season's boring. They're just picking people off. But the I'm gameplay like, is boring. It, yes. It's not that it's boring. It's just different than what we yeah. are used to seeing because we watch these to all type A personalities enter a house and like eat each other. And this year we had all of these different ranges of people who were like, yeah, you take the lead this week. I'll be HOH next week. Oh yeah. I'll throw this veto or whatever. And it wasn't like, no, I want to win. I have to win. Um, And it was really cool to see them like work together in that way and like trust, like, okay, cool. I'll throw it. I don't need it. And I know you're not going to put me up. And yeah, it was, it was very, I mean, even watching, I mean, Claire, who I'm just, oh, love yeah, her, made me cry. watching her be so okay with it. And this is what's so funny. I had said, you know what, at that point I was like, screw the cookout. I want Tiffany to win. And the only way Tiffany can win is if Derek X and Claire stay. And I, I guarantee if they were final four, Hannah, Derek X, Claire, and Tiffany, if Hannah and Tiffany sat down with Claire and Derek X and were like, listen, we want a black winner. They'd throw the rest. I I feel like they are just such good people. They would have been like, yeah, you two go to the end. Yeah, I think I think so too. I think they wouldn't have had to do that though. I don't think. I, I think because there were six, there was uh, five members of the cookout in jury anyway. Even it just had to be Tiff and Hannah. It didn't matter whose gameplay. Yeah. I I think you could have put like a Christian next to DF. And genuinely, I still think they would have picked um, DF to win, even if Christian had won a thousand competitions. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting just seeing like all the different dynamics of the winners and then seeing Xavier, who is like, I mean, he won that money. And I've never seen anyone with the confetti walk out like this. First of all, he was like "Ah." 27. He's Bro, Xavier, when he was like, oh, the things I was truthful, I was tw- I'm 27, I played D2. I said, 27? That man carries himself. He looks young, but he carries himself like he's like 33. That's how old I thought he was. He said, 27. I said, shit, man. I mean, if he had said he was 45, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> he looks amazing. He looks amazing. Like, I, I, he looks young. Like, I wasn't surprised, but he's so mature. 
carries himself so well. I was like, damn, you're 27. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of like at what I like, even when like the cookout was final six, I was like, what gets you excited? Cause you just don't, he just was like, yeah, yeah. he's very, yeah. He's very under control. I he reminds me of Cody, the Marine in that way where he's just very like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very like even a stuff bothers them. They can, yeah, stay they don't show it. And he yeah. was very good at that where you know, I mean, I love Tiff, but she definitely had her things with people in the cookout, but Xavier was always that person who was just kind of like the mediator, which he's a lawyer, but he was very like, you know, calm, cool and collected. Didn't argue with anyone. Um, I thought Hannah was the same way. Yes. I didn't ever see her get really upset. No, she definitely has. And she is like, does that in like the fun personality way. So it was cool to see them both not argue with anyone, but be very different. Um, cause she was just kind of like everyone's friend and he was like, everyone's like confidant, like, Oh, you yeah. can come talk to me. And I, I liked that. Um, yeah, I just thought it was such an amazing season to watch in comparison to, I mean, honestly, if this season had happened as like the first season of big brother, I'd be like, oh, okay, like, cool. This is like new age TV, but sure. being like, wow, look how far this show has come. Yeah. Um, is really cool to see. And I'm trying to even think too, like the only other person of color that was um, that was black that was in finals with Daniel Reyes and want to know a fun fact I'll tell you one even though you didn't answer Daniel Reyes is the reason that jury members aren't allowed to go home did you know that really so Daniel Reyes season the jury once they got evicted still went home so what happened was the jury went home saw how good of a game Daniel Reyes played and then when they came to vote, they were a little bit salty. And that's why she didn't win. So the next season, they created a jury be- that couldn't go home because they didn't want them to be influenced by things that people were like butthurt or whatever. Plus, like, think about it. You know what the public is thinking about a certain person. So think about our season. Who knows who we would have voted for if we knew how, how hated and stuff people were. Um, you know, people could, you know, succumb to peer pressure. So no, Hollywood have won. It was so good. <laughs> that people felt like and I haven't watched her season I just know that you know from the higher ups like that work in CBS say that Daniel Reyes is the like top three best big brother player she's the best female big brother player of all time like that's you ask anyone will say that best female big brother player of all time so um you know and she didn't win but if they would have had a jury that couldn't go home she would have won that's that's the whole consensus so that's why jury started not being able to go home because watching it and seeing oh damn they did me dirty or oh they were talking shit on me and and i'm not saying she was but her gameplay was good enough to get them out and then apparently like people felt a certain type of way and then didn't vote for her wow no that's really interesting um you were you were in the jury but you were like middle like i was eighth place yes i was fourth jury member yeah i was so so excited too because i was like all right Every, I saw, I started watching C-17 and I was like, they always have a battle back first four. I was like, I'm beating every one of them. I'm beating Seth, I'm beating Jack, I'm beating Cat. Like, let's go. Dude, I get out there and there's no battle back and I like, meet the producers. I was like, no battle back. And they were like, no. That's actually, it's funny because I was almost like, even on in Alyssa's case, I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any strategy in if you know you're going to go before, you know, top six 
do you try to get out so that you have a chance to come back? Cause I was thinking that with Derek X, he was like next in the jury house. And I was like, wait, is if you know, you're going to go is now the time to try to go. Yeah, that is in case actually going to be one. Now I heard this year they'd have a battle back because of COVID. Um, even though they all had to get faxed before they went on, uh, from what I've, from all the rumors that I've heard, um, they, they didn't want to do that because they were in the, you know, jury house, wherever that was. Um, so that's why they didn't bring them back. I know our season didn't have a battle back because the camp comeback was the battle back. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I could, I did say if I was going to go, I wanted to be first four because I know that there was a chance for a battle back and I knew yeah. that I was going to beat all the other three, there was just wasn't going to be a shot at it. Not even because they weren't good competitors. That's just how I thought every competition. And yeah. so you walk out there, like some comps, like the one that Holly won, the Pose and Ivy one, where we had a hang, like literally right when I walked out, I was like, all right, save my comp. Like, no, I'm, this is a comp where female wins. This is why I put, I want, you need to be uh, the less weight, the easier. You think about it, the last five people, all of them were girls except Tom. Um, wow. So, yeah. What was your favorite comp? Otep was so fun, man. Otep was so fun. I really wish I won. Um, I'm still so pissed about it because the first round I had picked up power shot, which was the final answer. And I picked it up on the ground in the dirt. And I was, and I looked at Tommy, I was like, it's uh, tossed in space. Right. He was like, yeah. So I put power shot down. Well, when they raised the question off of what the last one was going to be, I was like, Oh my gosh, I know where this is, but I thought it was in the water first for whatever reason. So I went to the water and wasn't there. And Tommy was in the spot that I wanted to look next. And for whatever reason, I don't know why I felt like weird going in the same spot as him. So I didn't, he went, went to cat's pile, which I didn't know she had. And I walked right over to where he was in the dirt and I found it right away, but then he was already walking up the slide. So I was so mad because I actually didn't know where it was, but I forgot that it was in the dirt, not in the water. So when I went in there, I, yeah, Jeez. But that was it's such an iconic comp. Obviously, like the um, counting sheep was probably like my favorite though, just because I knew I was going home if I didn't win and I won it. Yeah, that's uh, a good feeling. So I mean, that was fun. I mean, so many competitions are really fun. I didn't really like the endurance ones much, uh, just because I I just really wasn't good at them. <laughs> Not that I didn't have endurance for them, but they were just hard. Yeah. Um, would you ever go back? Yeah, 100%. I don't know many people that wouldn't go back. Um, That's fair. I think for me, game-wise, I think I proved myself plenty. Um, that I, not that I'm like an elite talent, but that I can compete enough, right? And I thought my social game was good. Like, I got kicked out of my alliance, literally had no one, won a competition, and then had both sides of the house. Like, I worked my way. And if Taco Tuesday don't happen, well, realistically, if Sis just tells Jackson and Holly that they're safe, she stays, I would have been golden. Even if they put me up, my vote, I would have been almost, I would have been really hard to get out. I knew I had the votes going forward. That's why I needed Sis to say, um, which was really tragic to my game. But that's another yeah. story for another day. But, uh, <laughs> no, that's. Yeah, I think for me, I would go back more to show who I genuinely know I am as a human. I just didn't represent myself, I don't think, like the way that I would have wanted to. And, all right. I was kind of wild. I said, you know, something that I shouldn't have said and it is what it is now it's haunting me. But I think I would just like go in and show people who I really am as a person. I think 
that would be the most important thing to me to show that I have, I don't know what got into me. I was so impulsive and hyper. And I was just so, I think too, our cast, our whole cast was like that. So I just fed off of it. Yeah. You feed off of that energy. If I was on like a season 20, like, I don't think I would have even been able to act the way I did because it just wasn't the character. It wasn't the personalities in there, you know? Yeah. So, and it's no one's fault but myself. I still had, you know, the choice to carry myself. I can't make an excuse for what I did. Um, that's kind of sucks I think but yeah I would like to go back just to show like okay like this is who I actually am I want people to know who I actually am um that hurts the most what was that transition back into normal life like was it hard yeah it was so hard because I'm not used to not being unliked like so I think that was the most difficult thing like coming off the show we all knew Jack and Jackson were going to have trouble. We just, we do. Um, you know, Jack had told us about the montage when he got evicted, which I didn't even know right until I got in the jury house. We didn't even talk about that until later. So I was kind of shocked. And then uh, we knew Jackson was probably not going to be liked, but I had no idea that I wasn't or that like Christy or whatever, that we were all going to get shit. So it was really, really difficult uh, for me to just get a bunch of hate. And, you know, I had to like turn my comments off and, you know, I was planning on staying in LA for a week and I ended up having to change my flight and like pay for it out of my own pocket just to fly home early. Cause I'm so upset. I just wanted to be home. Um, again, self-inflicted wounds for sure, but it was still difficult because it wasn't, I didn't know. Right. They told us an hour before we went on stage or finale, like things that people didn't like. And the only thing that I thought people were going to be mad at was the Kemi comment, which I knew which I also knew that I walked back outside and apologized to the feeds 20 minutes later, but I didn't know that it wasn't on the feeds, the apology. And so it just, not that it would have made it like better, but I, that was the only thing that I thought people weren't going to like me for, which is fine, but I didn't know we were going to be, you know, so disliked, I guess. Um, so it was just a, a shock um, and it hurt. But again, it was like a growing, you know, moment. you can't deny it. I can't dismiss it. I couldn't just be like, oh, like, well, get the fuck over it. Like, no, like I had to be like, okay, like I, I hurt people. Like, I hurt, I hurt why well, at least hurt Femi, I'm assuming. Like, so like, I have to deal with that as my consequence. Yeah, no, that's good. Do you have any um, advice? I mean, I know this cast has been pretty good, but I have seen on Twitter, Derek F is getting a lot of slack for what was said in the house and his yeah. attitude um we guys live in the same city um yeah 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 close I live I don't live in Philly but I'm like 10 minutes out so I don't consider myself from Philly I always annoyed me when people did that but like I'm very close so yeah when before obviously like my whole life changed I was going to the city like every weekend so I was always there um I think and I had I talked to him on the phone um and I let him know you know, I kept it a buck with him. And I was like, listen, this is like how it came across. Like some of the stuff that you did say, it did appear that you were being like, kind of talking down on females. And I was like, I don't think that you genuinely meant that, but that like the way you said things, it did look like that. So I understand like people. And I was like, you know, I know where we're from and we say shit, like, and we just say it. And we don't think before we act. And I was like, and that's not an excuse. Like we still have to take ex- like ownership of that, but I get it. Like you kind of were just saying things and they didn't come off. 
I, I, you know, and he did, and he just has to own up to it. And it seems like he apologized to Aza um, for saying that he carried her and stuff and like other comments that he made. I know him and Whitney are going back and forth on Twitter um, with the whole misogyny situation. I know, I think it was about the top she was wearing, but I don't want to speculate um, that workout top or whatever. Um, so I'm not really sure what that whole situation is. Hopefully they can just squash it because I just don't want to see anyone. <laughs> fight with each other from that show anymore it's just it's just it's just so fucked it really is when you fight like that and just not get along like even if they agree to disagree and like just have conversations i think even if we don't mean something it doesn't mean that it can't hurt though so like i said i think you know he just needs to and, and he, it seems like he has i don't know i haven't really been following he's taking ownership of stuff that he said and he apologized um, and that's really what you can do. You don't have to own up to your mistakes. You can't dismiss them. Um, but I hope that he's doing all right. I, he did just get back into Philly and I texted him. Uh, he told me he was back. So I told him, you know, uh, you know, I would like to see him and stuff like that. Just see how he's doing. I don't, I don't want him to be upset. I know he was getting shit on, um, when he got out. Um, I mean, he said like stupid stuff. I like, like not, not in a sense of like the whole carrying Oz thing. But everyone has to understand his perception, like everyone's perception is their reality. So like he genuinely thought that he was helping and he probably did assist her get, he probably did with certain conversations. Like I'm sure he did, but people like think that they, like the people in the house know everything. We, we don't, we only see what we see. Right. We're seeing that was his all truth. angles. That was yeah. his truth. So like, but people are like, Oh, he's bad at the game. And like, that's what I meant by like stupid stuff. Like they like, the viewers see differently. So they disagree. I think that was like the biggest issue. I feel bad that he's getting shit on for stuff that he said in a high situation, a high, like intense situation in a game where everything is magnified. Again, you just got to take ownership. I'm sure people said, you know, I know Whitney had made a comment about Derek X, um, which he compared his penis to an egg roll or something. And I saw that she immediately came out and took ownership to it and, you know, apologized. And I think, you know, it's a learning experience. Um, ignorance is a learning experience and just making sure that we don't make the same mistake twice. I think that's really important. Yeah, no, totally. Um, so you're still working with kids as a therapist. Yeah, I love, I love it. It's um, a very good and rewarding job. And, uh, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy to, to be working and, you know, just trying to make a difference. I feel like, like I said, I know I'm a different person, especially when I'm working. Uh, you know, you, you kind of have like two different personalities when you're working, when you're not, you know, they always say Gemini is two different person personalities. And I feel like my different personalities when I'm working and, you know, I'm really locked in and I'm serious and like I care and I am carefree when I'm not impulsive at times, you know, but not to the level that I was. So I'm, I'm so happy to be working and, you know, doing what I love. That's awesome. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, thanks awesome. so much. It was nice well, thank talking you for to having you. Me. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. I'm Madison McGee. And I'm AJ Christensen. And, and fire, fire up, up the, the grill. grill. It's time for a cookout. On the Block is a production of Yes Studios. Music is by Harrison Amer.